Welcome to the Kid Men Podcast with Dr. Val and Dr. Virginia, where we talk about everything Kid Men. And pull back the curtain on some of the surprises and challenges in children's ministry that nobody prepares you for. I'm Dr. Val, and together we have over 45 years of experience in children's ministry. I'm Dr. Virginia. Valerie and I met over 10 years ago in our doctoral program at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. We are excited to share with you all the great stuff that we have picked up over the years. We want to minister to you, the children's minister. Welcome, friends. Thank you so much for joining us today for this really special episode. (laughs) Uh, I hope it's special. Um, (laughs) It is. So this is a recording um, of an breakout session that I did at a VBS training event. Um, It is about outreach. And so it's about um, structuring and planning for intentional outreach after our big events, not not only VBS, but you you could definitely use this for, you know, your church fall festival or like a big Easter event. And so different ideas for outreach for ministry. And so this is a recording um, of that breakout session. It's just so very vital that we think about what we're going to be doing after an event is over Mm -hmm. because we put so much time and effort into vacation Bible school and fall festivals and Christmas events. And we want to make sure that everybody that attends these events feel welcome and that they're invited back and that we can let them know other things about our ministry. And so I think that's why you're going to find this information to be so helpful. So sit back and enjoy listening to Dr. Virginia as she leads a conference on outreach. questions of follow-up of why, what, how, when, who. Um, and so I have just kind of this blank sheet if you'd like to take notes on this. As we go through, we're going to pose a lot of different questions to consider as we are planning follow-up. And so that is what's in your little envelope here. Um, so whenever you play Clue, the answer, the way you solve the game, right, is you pull the little cards out of the envelope. And so maybe this is more paper than is necessary, but I thought it was cute and on theme. Um, In the envelope are all these questions that we're going to be talking through today. Just like, just like include the answers being in the envelope. In this, the answers are in the envelope once you answer the questions. (laughs) So, So those are the things that you have. We're just going to get started with the very first thing with our why. Um, If VBS is so labor-intensive for weeks and months ahead of time, why do we add on follow-up after VBS on top of everything else? And so, why do we do this? Outreach. Outreach. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... Outreach. We want to reach people, reach families, reach kids with the gospel. That's exactly why we do this. And so VBS is near and dear to my heart. I was saved as a child at Vacation Bible School. I mean, I wouldn't be standing here today if it wasn't for VBS. My parents were not regular church attenders. Um, my grandmother was a wonderful, godly woman. She took me to church with her. She took me to Vacation Bible School at her church. And at Temple Baptist Church in Jonesboro, Arkansas, in the mid '90s, <laughs> yeah, I heard the gospel and was convicted of my sins. Even as a nine-year-old, I knew that I needed that forgiveness that they were talking about. 
and I accepted Christ as my Savior at VBS. And so that's exactly why we do VBS. That's why we do follow-up. It's to connect kids, connect families to Christ and to his body, to his church. And so that's why all of this is so important. Obviously, you wouldn't be here if you didn't think, already think it was important, but that's why we do this. So we're going to do a little activity. So get into groups of three, four people. I have some dice and or numbered game cubes, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call them. Um, and I thought when I ordered these online, they looked a lot bigger in the picture when they came in. I was like, oh, I thought these were like big, big things. But go ahead and get you in groups of just three or four kind of people in your area. We'll roll the dice to figure out which question your group will discuss. And so we'll take five minutes to discuss our questions about follow-up. A lot of times learning from each other and hearing ideas from other churches. In Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun. We can't steal anything. It's not stealing. Um, but hearing ideas from other churches is always so helpful. Um, we're going to start working through some more of our questions. So what are our desired outcomes of BBS and our follow-up? And so I would encourage you to set some goals for your follow-up. Now, we can't control what other people do and how other people respond, but we can set some goals for what we want to achieve <coughs> in our follow-up and what we want to do, the actions we want to take. And so one example would be if every child who comes from a family with no church home receives a personal invitation from the age or grade-appropriate Sunday school teacher. And so that's an example of something that is specific, strategic, measurable. Did your Sunday school teachers follow up with the list that you gave them? Um, another example is, you know, each child who makes a profession of faith, um, giving every single one a phone call um, to schedule, to talk about baptism to this, with those parents, to schedule baptism, um, planning, follow-up, having a system of follow-up. Like, let's say, you know, in our church, many churches are like this, um, we like to follow up with those families. We counsel with the children, follow up with the parents, and try to do BBS baptisms on BBS Sunday. And so let's say, though, they're not available BBS Sunday, having a system to stay in touch with those families and those kids to try to schedule a later baptism. Um, you know, every family who are not members or regular attenders of our church will receive a home visit with cookies and more information about the church. Um, every family who are not members or regular attenders will receive a phone call from a follow-up team volunteer and a postcard in the mail. So those are just some examples of goals that are strategic and they're measurable in some way or another. You can track the families who have been contacted. You can track the families who have been successfully contacted. Like, okay, well, we called and left a voicemail or we left three voicemails. Um, and so... Just thinking through ways that you can be intentional in follow-up and track it. And so we're going to continue asking through some more questions. And so this one, these, there we go. This is more of a rhetorical question, but just for us to reflect on, man, you know, what happens if we don't have a follow-up plan and what opportunities are lost? Um, because one thing, you know, we have to plan for success as well. There may be some churches out there who accidentally do follow-up really, really well, just, you know, on accident. <laughs> but the 99.9% .9 of the rest of us have to plan for it. 
And so how are we going to accomplish effective follow-up? Like with any game, we need a strategy. And so how will you make a personal connection with families during follow-up? And how will you continue follow-up after an initial personal connection? And so we know that, or statistics show us, that the most effective way to invite um, non-Christians to church is through a personal invitation. Um, and the more personal it can be, the better. So if I invite a friend or a neighbor who knows me well to church, they are much more likely to come than if they see a billboard, not the billboards are bad, or if they get a postcard in the mail, not the postcards are bad. But the most effective way is those personal invitations. And so if we can make a plan to make an initial personal connection, that can be a visit to a home, that can be a phone call, um, and then also continue throughout the year, even until the next VBS, with other little touches of contact. Um, that can be an effective plan, an effective method to reach families. And so um, one idea to make a personal connection is invite cards. Um, so like for example, my church is gonna have some little invite cards, they're just like little square cards um, for Easter, for our Easter services. And they weren't printed yet, otherwise I would've brought one. <laughs> so invite cards to where if you have families in your church where you know their child is bringing a friend, that is a resource you can give invite cards to your church members that they can use to invite their friends and family back to church after VBS. Um, our earlier example of Sunday school teachers reaching out, that way the families who you're reaching out to, they're getting a call from the teacher who will have their child on Sunday. And so they can say, man, we are so glad that Jimmy came to VBS. You know, I'm the third grade teacher. I, I would love to have him in my third grade Sunday school class on Sunday, da, da, da. You know, and that teacher can answer questions about the class, about the church. Um, we can have VBS volunteers reach out. Um, we want to be careful about that. Everybody's so tired after VBS. Um, but they can also say, hey, I was the third grade leader. I was with Jimmy all week. We loved having him. Um, and so, again, we can do something like a visitation blitz is what we call it at our church, or like a phone-a-thon where you are either going to people's homes, calling them on the phone to make that personal connection. And so I love to do these like as a particular event that is on the calendar, so like our visitation blitz. Um, and so that is um, where, you know, we have an event, everyone comes to the church, we go out, we'll talk more about all that. Um, so you can have your initial personal contact event and then it's also really useful to have um, an ongoing follow-up, maybe like an email list or a um, like a process queue in your church database software or just email group in your email um, of these guests and visitors to where you are inviting them periodically to special events. Um, but we don't necessarily want to put every single guest and visitor like on our prayer chain. <laughs> Um, because they may not appreciate, you know, we appreciate being updated about, you know, Miss Myrtle's hip surgery, but they may not appreciate being updated about Miss Myrtle's hip surgery every week. Um, but having a separate email list to continue contact, um, or mailing postcards 
Um, I like to do that as well because kids love getting mail. And so if they get a little postcard with their name on it, that's an invitation to your fall festival, kids love that. So ongoing email lists or postcards is a great way, even after that initial connection, either with a home visit or with a phone call, to sort of continue touching on these guest families that we're looking to reach. And so, so just some questions. So we're talking about email lists. How do you how do you feel about spam emails? Who likes spam emails? Nobody. Um, what makes an email useful or makes it spam? Short and sweet. So that's a great example of one way to keep our communications with guests from seeming like spam. The so you point to it. You point to it. Yeah, and it's got to be in a subject line or they're not going to open it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. If they don't know what it's about, they're just going to delete it. All things to keep in mind to where if we do want to develop that guest email list to keep in mind for our communication with our guests. So our next question to think through is who will lead the follow-up and who will we follow up with? Um, that's probably bad grammar, but um, I like to create a team, a specific follow-up team, who that is their job. Um, so that is their job for VBS. They don't do that on top of teaching a class in addition to doing the snacks. That's what they do. And so sometimes you'll have people who you know, can't help the, the week of VBS. Like, oh man, we're going out of town. Um, or maybe people who just, for whatever reason, they're just not gonna serve in VBS. Maybe kids aren't their thing or whatever it is, um, but they may be willing to help you after the fact, organizing your follow-up. So I like to have um, a separate team of people whose only role is to organize follow-up because if we, do want to encourage our Sunday school teachers or our BBS volunteers to make some phone calls or make some home visits. We want to make it super easy for them to say yes to do that. And so that's where our follow-up team organizes everything, gets it ready. They look at each group, the third grade group, and we pull out all the kids who are members or we pull out all the kids who are visiting grandma from Wyoming and give them a good list of people to follow up with. Um, and so whenever I do these events, like a, a visitation blitz or a phone-a-thon, um, having all of those names, phone numbers, addresses already prepared, um, if people are making phone calls, giving them a list of talking points with specific information that we want them to share and making sure they have the correct information. Because um, sometimes volunteers, you know, they're like, oh, sure, I'll call some BBS kids for you. They're like, well, I don't know who teaches that class anymore. 20 years ago, it was Ms. Myrtle. Now I don't know who teaches it anymore. So making sure your volunteers, as they're doing their phone-a-thon, have correct information about your classes and your Sunday school teachers and the times and what you're doing. Um, if maybe you're inviting your families to a special event, making sure they have all the information about the special event. Same thing if you're doing like a visitation blitz. Um, having handouts or flyers or little door hangers and having all that prepared to take the guesswork out for your volunteers. Because, you know, we may have all this stuff in our brain, like, okay, of course we're inviting everyone 
the back to school picnic and they'll be like, I thought I'd know, you know, just because they don't have it in, in their brain like we have it in our brain. Um, and so having a follow-up team to prepare all that stuff for you, prepare the names, the addresses, the talking points, the handouts, um, can be hugely helpful in helping your BBS or Sunday school teachers say yes to help you with follow-up. Um, and then another thing is, as people are making your phone calls or making your visits, I would encourage you to create a system for them to report back on how those phone calls and how those visits go. Um, either on the sheet of paper with all the names and addresses or all the names and phone numbers, or we do, we have an online form with our church. Um, it's just on the church website. And so they go in and register their visit. They tell who they visited and essentially the outcome of the visit. Well, we visited little Jimmy's family and they said they are very active at their church. They appreciated the visit, but they're at another church. And so you get that information. We visited little Susie's family and they slammed the door in our face. <laughs> you get that information too. And so having a system either of written notes or a Google form or however you want to do it, but having a system to get all that information back from your volunteers after, as they're doing their follow-up and after they do their follow-up can be so helpful for us as well. Um, because sometimes you'll get those, you're like, man, this family is new to the area, they just moved here, they love Jesus and are looking for a church home. Well, guess who we're gonna keep calling and keep inviting <laughs> So, So having a follow-up system and having um, a, a way to get information back from our volunteers is really, really helpful as well. So for us, we do our BBS Sunday immediately after the week of BBS. So we do BBS, it's a Monday to Friday, and then the immediate Sunday after is when we do our BBS Sunday. Um, and what we do is we, um, in the worship service, we always have the kids sing because parents, they may not care about coming to your church, but if their child is going to be performing, <laughs> they'll come to watch their child sing. You know, sing two or three BBS songs. Um, our pastor always preaches a very evangelistic message. Um, we like to have a meal afterwards, and we usually try to have some sort of activities for the kids that are on the theme with the BBS. And so, um, so we like to have basically the Sunday after BBS sort of focus on BBS, invite those families to come back, and then deciding which children and families to follow up with. And so. Depending on your BBS, depending on your follow-up volunteer manpower, I mean, you may be able to follow up with every guest family or every child who attends who comes to BBS who's not a regular attender. Um, at a previous church I was at, we were in a very prominent part of town. We were on like the main strip through town, and so we would have hundreds of children who were guests at BBS, and so. It wasn't always feasible to follow up with every single one of them. Um, but one of the things um, that we did and that I like to do is on the registration form, asking parents if they are a member of a church, if they regularly attend a church, you know, where do you regularly attend? And so when it came time for follow-up, that also helped us decide who to focus on. Because if they are putting, you know, no church, if they're not putting anything, or they're selecting no, that they, they don't have a church home, then those are the families that we're really going to focus on. Um, and so that's one way to help be strategic. 
<clears throat> and then, of course, we talked about kids who make a profession of faith, um, following up with them for baptism, um, that sort of thing. And so deciding, you know, what scope you can have with your follow-up and how you're going to choose which families to follow up with. And when will we make um, our initial personal follow-up, so like our phone call or our visitation? I always try to do that within a month of VBS, you know, because if we're rolling up to their house in October and we're like, thanks for coming to our VBS, um, you know, we don't want it to seem out of place. Um, and so I like to do it within about a month of VBS. Um, and, you know, some things to consider, um, is it best to do an event on like a regular ministry night? Maybe you already have Wednesday night ministries. Do you want to you know, people are already on campus or used to being there on Wednesday nights. Do you want to do a Wednesday night event? Um, maybe you want to make it a special event, like on a Saturday morning. Um, maybe you already have like a visitation or outreach ministry. And so you just want to utilize your existing outreach ministry and just focus on BBS families for a week or two. There are lots of different options of sort of when to do um, your initial, you know, personal touch event. But I always like to get it on the calendar before VBS ever even happens. So going into VBS week, everybody already knows, right? This is VBS week. And then in three weeks, we're going to do our phone-a-thon. In three weeks, we're going to do our visitation blitz. So like ours is already on the calendar <laughs> right now. Um, and so I like to always have that on the calendar before VBS. And then just kind of the idea of striking while the iron's hot. If you are skating on someone's doorstep when their kid has fresh, fun, enjoyable memories of VBS at your church, um, that's going to be more compelling. If they're like, oh, hey, look, Miss you know, Susie from VBS is here, and she's inviting me to Sunday school. Um, that's going to be more compelling for kids and families if we are striking while that iron is hot. Um, and, then, and then also with... Kind of talking about with our emails or our mail outs, probably like once, twice a quarter um, to keep those from being too frequent or becoming seemingly a little, a little spammy. Our last question is where? You know, where are we going to invite them to go during our follow-up efforts? Are we going to focus on our, you know, Sunday morning, Sunday school and worship hour? Are we going to invite them to a special event? Maybe you already have a back-to-school event that you traditionally do or that you have on the calendar. You know, do you want to invite these families back to a back-to-school event? We like to do a back-to-school skate night. Um, and so, like, one example would be um, all the BBS families that you're following up with, inviting them to the skate night and giving them a little card to get into the skate night for free. They don't have to pay for their skates. So ways, just thinking about what you want to invite them back to and making sure Kind of like what we were saying earlier, your volunteers have all the correct information about that. All right, well, we are in our last minute, and then I will close us in prayer. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this time together, Lord. I just thank you for being in a room full of people who love BBS and who love kids, God. I pray, Father, that you will be on each and every one of their churches. Have your hand on their churches. Have your hand on their volunteers, Lord. Um, please just give them wisdom and discernment as they plan. Um, please just give their people soft hearts to serve and to love on kids, God. 
Um, I just pray, Father, that your name would be proclaimed, that kids would come to know you, would come to saving knowledge of Christ, that whole families would come to saving knowledge of Christ, Lord, um, and become a part of our fellowships and a part of your body. And I just thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right. So hopefully that gave you some ideas or strategies or ways to plan for outreach after your big events, after BBS, after your fall festival, um, other events like that. So hopefully you've taken something from um, this breakout session that you can apply at your ministry. We just, as always, are so grateful that you took some time and joined us today. And we hope that this has been in helpful information for you. Please um, make sure that you like and subscribe. Ask your friends to join us one week if they haven't heard of us. We would love it if you would pass our information along just so that we can try to reach out to as many leaders as we can to help you as you minister to your children and your families. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.